I think also, too, like going back to um, that first matchup where the Patriots, they did win that game by like the skin of their ass. That's not the same. But what I'm, what, what I'm getting <laughs> to. <their> teeth. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Triple Threat on the Hill. It's the three guys, the three amigos. We got I'm Daniel, Sean, Kelvin. Boys, how we doing? Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how we doing? That's how we doing? What? Yeah. Just, um? silent <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, 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 look. I'm bringing it up, but in terms of how we doing, I'm kind of tired, y'all. I've been sleeping. <laughs> I want to sleep last night at 5 p.m. <laughs> and I woke up at 12, looked at my phone, said, nah, I'm going back to sleep. And I woke back up at 5. So Wait, so you slept like a good 12 hours? Yeah, and guess what, bro? I'm tired as shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the college student went to break cycle of where you, you wake up at 3 p.m. I, I basically stayed awake. You reversed it. I reversed it. I stayed away for like two <laughs> days in a row. Yo, I drove to my sister's house, which is an hour away from Philly, uh, like to the west, the suburbs. When I tell you, I legit, like, I was like, okay, I'm 20 minutes away. I can't fall asleep. Bro. I, I think I got sure. 10 seconds to shut eye. <laughs> Every minute. It was bad. Jeez. So I'm, oh, I'm, man. I'm doing um. I'm doing um. So you're, <laughs> it, this is your flu game, basically, is what we're trying to say. Yes, yes. If I, okay. if I speak nonsense, you <laughs> All right, so we got Kellen mm. fighting the flu game. Sean, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. I love you know to why, see it. You know why I'm doing fantastic, though? Why are you doing Why? Because the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> are in the playoffs, baby! Oh, Go! Underdogs, underdogs, underdogs. Also, yeah, when my friends said, like, Sirianni coach of the year, question mark. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but but you know we're in the playoffs, wild card weekend. We're out here. It's a good time. It's a good vibe. It's a it's a good vibe. Both both of our teams are in the playoffs. They're both underdogs. We'll get into every matchup. We're gonna start with week eighteen because there was a lot of drama there. Then we're gonna get into the wild card matchups and then some some NBA talk, including uh, Memphis uh, on a hot streak, Clay Thompson's return, uh, mm-hmm. Julius Randle and his comments to the to the fans. There's just a few things we'll talk about, um, and uh, we hope you enjoy. And we will start right now. All right, week eighteen, some crazy moments. A we're gonna do week. <laughs> the first week eighteen since 1993, and it did not disappoint. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I mean. Let's just get right into it. We got sell surprise hot take. Each of us have got one, so we got nine total takes for you. Uh, who wants to start? Oh, let's let's get it. Let's get a sell. Let's get the cells. Let's get the sell out here. Let's get the, the sell, yeah. sell alerts. All right, all right. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> if, bro, when in doubt, when you need a sell, you pick a New York team. So oh. who we got? We got the New York Giants coming with the sell. And you know who's a big <laughs> sell? Their head coach, or formerly their head coach, Joe formerly Judge. Man. No, Joe. they should have kept him. <laughs> I needed that failure there. Oh, uh, I know. Eagles fans are in disappointment until the Giants next hire. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what did Joe Judge do? He decided that um, in the game against the Redskins, last game of the season, you know, playing for some pride after giving a whole 10-minute speech in his last press conference, 
uh, post game last week about uh, you know how we're not some clown show and you know we're out here we're playing hard you know more past players are calling me because you know they're they're playing they want to play on this team for less money because um, you know we play with pride even when the season's over mm-hmm. and then. <laughs> last last season, the last week of the season, after the Eagles tanked, rightfully tanked, mm-hmm. um, to get their draft stock up you and not help the Giants them. in the playoffs, Joe Judge had this quote. <clears throat> Are you to disrespect quote, wow. the game by going out there and not competing for 60 minutes and doing everything you can to help those players win. We will never do that as long as the head coach, I'm the head coach for the Giants. <laughs> well, what were you doing when you got a QB sneak on third and nine from your oh, own four-yard line, bro? What was he doing, Daniel? What was he doing? Hey, yo, flame that bozo. <laughs> back to back to back QB sneaks? Why? You can't pass the ball? 16 passing yards through two quarters? What, what, what's going I, on? I love when a coach gets fired, or at least there's like talks around a coach getting fired, and then they go back to the receipts. They're, so Kevin Benjamin, remember the receiver who's not really in the league anymore, but he, he tried out for the Giants and he like didn't make it. He got cut. And he said afterwards, like, yeah, this man a clown. Like, I, I knew right as soon as I walked in the building, <laughs> this man a clown. Now the report's coming out that, like, Justin Fields knew that Matt Nagy was a clown as soon as he got drafted. Like, of course, it's Dang. all talk and stuff. But I love the reports that come out after the game. And it was – that was peak Giants right there. Like, I have, like, mm-hmm. my dad's friends who, like, have season tickets. They obviously, like, didn't go because it's a meaningless game. But, like, I, they, he was texting him. be like, you at the game? He's like, like, fuck no, I'm not at the game. Why would I ever go to this game? Bro, they didn't get I their, mean, did, did they get their free Pepsi last week at least? Wait, what was this? They got the free fr- Pepsi? Yeah, yeah, for season ticket holders last week. The oh, Giants thought, or organization it's thought. Been a uh, rough season. <laughs> they thought they would do something <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was not in in the country last week, so I was not paying uh, they gave them a They gave season ticket holders last week a small free Pepsi <laughs> for, for for having such a bad season. That's all they gave him was like the cheapest thing on will, the menu, a small free I will, Pepsi. I will ask him about that. That is actually really funny. But hilarious, Oh, God, yeah. We're lucky this isn't airing in New York. I feel like our listeners are just tired of us shitting on the New York teams <laughs> off, on and on and on and on. Honestly. I mean, Honestly. it's facts, though, because they're probably fed up with it, too. They're like, Joe Judge, That's you're true. a jabroni, bro. Like, <laughs> how, do we, how can our management not see this? All I'm going to say oh is he's going to make someone's special teams a hell of a lot better when he signs <laughs> with somebody else. I'm telling you what, man. Like, No, I did. Yeah, that was an absolute clown show. Yeah, uh, that made every social media website known to man absolute sell. Uh, rightfully so. That was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, for sure. And just to add to that, honestly, like just another just another chapter in the NFC East least moments because we got FedEx Field breaking apart. Oh yeah, <laughs> week seventeen. Right, yeah, Jalen Hurts almost got murdered. Almost got murdered when like a part of the bleacher like to the tunnel fell. <laughs> As Eagles fans, okay, maybe they were fat. I didn't really see. I don't think they were too tough. <laughs> Bro, they weren't the, even that fat. Yeah, yeah. And they push on it to say hi to their favorite player. Of course, it's sexy daddy Jalen Hurts. He pops up in my dreams <laughs> all the time. And then they push the bleacher. That joint breaks. Almost breaks my QB's left leg. My, his ankle. That joint not even here. No. But he, but he, he want to know what steps they're doing to, to fix it, though. He did send a letter to the NFL. Classy. The important stuff. <laughs> The important stuff. Oh my goodness, NFC <laughs> East least moments, bro. But uh, I, I can move on to my cell. So, cell alert, cell alert, cell alert. We got 
We got the fucking Colts, bro. <laughs> the Colts. Oh, no. oh Lord. <laughs> Y'all know it's bad. No. <laughs> this is why I said week 18 was a strange week. They entered Sunday with an 88 ch- 88% chance of making the playoffs, right? And, and, you know, even the week before that, it was like, look, you got to beat one of these two teams, Cardinals or the Jaguars. You know, and it's like, okay, well, you lost to the Cardinals week 17. Play, play the Jaguars. No, they, yeah. they beat the Cardinals. Oh, I must have got the the thing. No, they lost to the Raiders. Raiders. The yeah, Raiders, Raiders. Sorry Raiders. to interrupt, but yeah, 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 it was the Raiders. No, no, no. Thanks for catching that. So yeah, you know, Raiders or Jaguars. Lost to the Raiders. Move on to Jaguars. The at the time two and fourteen Jaguars. The we have the first pick locked up. Jaguars. The we have unapologetically fed Trevor Lawrence to the Wolves. Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, that team. You know, and let's just say all of the Colts. Uh, they shitted the bed. Uh, <laughs> I can conclude that Carson Wentz is a secret agent. He opened up like, <laughs> 16th round pick, did not miss a lot of time, easily filled the quota, and it was bad. Like, uh, dude, he struggled with anticipation, post that processing, like on his on his interception, he legit just threw the ball, did not see the, the linebacker undercutting the route, running with the receiver, and the linebacker legit just ran the route for the receiver and just <laughs> oh, that was bad. Yeah, runs. I remember that one. Yeah. And he he finished the day 17 of, of 29. For 185, but it was worse because first half it was it was terrible. Colts had like three points for in the first half. He was sacked six times, fumbled on one of them that set up a Jags field goal, and and yeah, man, like the offensive line was terrible. Six sacks, there was no pass rush. Uh, they had one sack and two QB hits against a terrible Jags team. And then, bro, this shit had me hornswoggled. They <laughs> they give away this draft capital, and then now Frank Reich fucking declines to commit to Carson Wentz after this game. Oh after yeah, the season on Monday he said um directly about his role moving forward. Um, he said this to the Indianapolis uh, Star. He said, "We love the team we had this year. We knew everyone we brought in this year." We expected to play winning football. Then he said, next year's roster will be next year's roster. I don't want to open it about <laughs> one player and then start talking about all of them. And that was just them asking, is what's going to stay here? Is he going to be in the same role moving forward? And that that's what he said. This is this is bad. Of course, it's just a fucking sell. How are you going to play <laughs> uninspired ball against the Jaguars? You gave up draft capital for a QB who generally does not stay healthy, and he stayed healthy, and then he just shitted the bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I told mean, you, had me fucking uh, hornswoggled, bro. This shit was bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might like, be one of the worst. It might be the one of the worst, like final game clinching scenarios in league history in terms of like who they lost to. Yeah, bro, they lost a team <laughs> who had a coach who had to go to like the club and party with some dude that wasn't his wife, then drop some plays. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> they had some. <laughs> they lost to a team with a coach who got fired midseason for trying to kick his own kicker to make him kick better. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. He said reverse psychology. Bro, it's just so bad because it's uh, like we were talking before the season. Yeah, Colts got the roster. I mean, they can make a right. deep run if they just improve oh, yeah. their quarterback situation. They get once. We all laugh. <laughs> then they, they they sell like Kelvin said. We all laugh. Mm. And now what are they gonna do? Like. They're kind of cursed, bro. Like they really had a shot here. They really had a window, and they they blew it, bro. I really don't know what they're gonna do in the off season or what they're gonna do in the future. I mean, we'll talk about that when it gets there. But mm, what a sell! Yeah. What a sell! What a sell! Also, coming to this, yeah. coming to this game, we were like, the I think the Colts hadn't won in Jacksonville in like 
was it six years or something like that? And they were like, yeah, yeah, like we understand that, but this, this is the Jaguars we're talking about. And then they <laughs> fucking came out and did it. It was unbelievable. Bro, they lost to a team with fans in the stands who are wearing like clown costumes, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah also one more thing i, I want to add because we're clouded that really hard but what does this say about you know frank right he was like oh mm. bringing my guy carson my guy carson my guy my christian guy carson because <laughs> apparently they, they 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 bond over god like um, intensely yeah, yeah. bond over god <laughs> Bible big, big god guys yeah <laughs> every sunday night after the loss but um <laughs> <laughs> so like what does it say about him because like don't you think it's not he's like really, really on the hot seat because he still has his job. Nah. But it's like next year, Carson wants like if you still have him and he underperforms again. Like, what's that look like for Frank Reich? He had a lot of belief in Carson. I, I don't know. His job's definitely safe. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I like that he didn't commit to Wentz because you, you can't. I don't know. After a game like that, where you were in such a hot, like a great chance in the, for like the position to make the playoffs. And then you like you don't make it. And I think them being on hard knocks in the middle of the season it doesn't help because now they got to show the embarrassment in front of the entire world. I don't think that helps either. I don't really have an answer to the question to be honest. Yeah, Bro, that's fair though. Yeah, I think he kind of got exposed a little bit, and I kind of feel bad too because I really think he was a pretty good coach. Yeah, but like you know, because we're Eagles fans, like back in the day, it was like. Oh, Reich was the mastermind to the Super Bowl. Oh, he was this, he was <laughs> that. And it's like, yeah. I mean, you could probably, that's definitely not true now. We could probably, I mean, there's no way we could believe that now. Um, I don't think, he, I just think he's somewhere in between. Like, he's not like, like, yeah, it's bad because he went and got once and then he failed. But it's just a bad situation. Like, it's not, it's not all his fault. No. Yeah, I can see that. No, and it, like, he stuck his gun the whole season and it didn't work out. Like, I mean, it is, it is what it is. I think he said it in the post game, like with his team, it's just like, maybe just, we just weren't destined. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> we weren't, de- it wasn't part of the plan. It wasn't, yeah. With God's plan. It wasn't part of God's plan. Yo, yo, one more thing on Carson was, cause it's, it's kind of funny. T.Y. Hilton, uh, one of his likes was a, uh, you know, the Wolverine meme of like the guy with the, with the picture frame. It was Andrew Luck on there. So I guess we kind of know what T.Y. Hilton is feeling about Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> he, think, he thinks oh, this man God. is a clown. No, but <laughs> to, to, to like that, and Twitter knows Twitter knows what Twitter knows. Come on. Go. Twitter knows everything. Exactly. <laughs> All right. That was awesome. Yeah, Colts really sold. Also, there's a clip of Ben Roethlisberger, like not knowing that the Colts sold the bag. Like, I think he didn't really like think anything of winning because he knew he knew that they needed this, the the Jaguars to win and that that wasn't gonna happen. Um, so that was pretty funny as well. But um, moving on to my cell, I think it's crazy that we've gone this long without talking about probably like the game of the year. So right. Let's let's talk about Chargers <laughs> Raiders. Oh my god! This probably had the best build up of any game or just like the wildest like clinching scenario ever the fact that like if they tied they would both get in and they'd knock at the Steelers like the fact <laughs> that that even like came close to happening was unbelievable absolutely like quickly talking about the game like 
pretty solid back and forth game. You know, Brandon Staley's he's a sell on multiple fronts. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the main sell. Actually, this is really the main sell. Going for it on fourth and hold on, fourth and fourth and one at his own eighteen yard line. Analytics uh, in the middle of the game. Uh, this game was 17-14 Raiders. And this man trotted out there and went for on fourth and one from his own 18-yard line. Of course they don't get it. Of course, because it's, it's football. And and what happened to the Raiders? The Raiders only kicked a field goal, which they're pretty lucky. But yeah, going for it on fourth down in your own 18, that's a sell. Also, yeah, so I told you that if they tied that they would uh, both make the playoffs. You know, the Raiders, they're marching down the field in overtime. And it's looking pretty, like, nice for a tie. And then Zay Jones catches, uh, gets a first down. And uh, and uh, it's like, okay, you know, maybe the Raiders have a chance to win. And then it's third and four. Yeah, third and four from the LA 39. So it's still kind of, like, too long for a field goal. And the playcock's winding down. It's winding down. And Brandon Staley calls a timeout. Like, what? What are you? What are you doing? Like, li- literally after the game, the Raiders players and coach like said like that timeout like changed things. We were we we were thinking about just kneeling it and calling it a tie, but since they called the timeout, it gave us time to think about a play to run. And they ran at Jacobs right at the middle, and um, and they got the first down to kick the field goal to win the game to knock charge of the playoffs. So Brandon Staley's a sell for that. Also. I want to see Justin Justin Herbert in the playoffs, so he's a sell for that too. Um, yes, bro, he was amazing. No, one, no offense to the Raiders, yeah. but no one wants to watch Derek Carr play football uh-huh. in, in January. Like, he, it's amazing that the Raiders like cl- like kudos to them for making the playoffs. Like, do all that like tumultuous like Gruden stuff for still getting to the playoffs. Like, that's amazing. But come on, I don't want to watch Justin Herbert sling seventy yard bombs down the field. Like, I don't even want. I don't want to see. Uh, and plus, if they had won, I would we wouldn't have had to play the Bills, who I'm kind of afraid of. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Brandon Staley just sold my weekend in every way whatsoever. Bro, he make the analytics like the analytics uh, like why why can I not why can I not think of this you, word? You mean People, like look bad? The community, community, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he make the analytics community look bad. Like, oh yeah. Why? Why is he so bad at it? Like. <laughs> <laughs> if he like like let's just say he made a couple better play calls on those times he decides to go for it like maybe we, <laughs> it would make us it would make them look really good but no he oh, just yeah. sold every single time he decided to go for it and just wow like co- remember when people were talking about him coach of the year yeah that yeah that, forget, that forget went about down the that. toilet yeah yeah it really has. that was that was a toughie yeah chargers are fact, cursed uh, yeah chargers yeah. are cursed and it's just not like the Yep, and it's not of the fault of Herbert. 19 plays, 83 oh. yards in two minutes to tie the game. That was like the most bonkers thing I've ever seen. Every fourth down was, all right, like, yeah, it's fourth and seven. This might be it. Bang, eight yards, first down. Fourth I and know, ten right? from their own 25. Bang, first down, 12 yards. Like It was <laughs> unbelievable. It, it was really an insane was. game. Yeah, and like I felt so bad for those Chargers receivers because they were so gassed. They were like, so tired. So yeah. gassed, bro. They were on E. Like it was terrible. And, like honestly, too. Like I thought it was insane. Like the adversity because like hurt. Like Herbert. Like um, who, who's who's their right tackle? Uh, Storm Norton was getting absolutely yeah. cooked. 
by whoever lined up against him, especially if it, it was, was Max Crosby. Max Crosby had a hell of a game. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, let's be honest. Like, that that pass was for the Raiders, like, impacted that so much for them. And it's oh, like – sure. and, and my main point, though, is that the, the – I felt like the receivers, there was some good snags, but there was there was a lot of, like, iffy – if you know stuff with the hands just because of how tired they were in the fourth downs, yeah. that was definitely game of the year for me. That John, I was just on the edge of my seat. Daniel, y'all, John, I, there were times where I was like, okay, okay, they're good, they're not gonna convert, and the season's gonna end right now. The regular season, that's it, it's done because yeah. this is this is too crazy. They gotta stop it, do it every fourth down. I couldn't imagine what this game would like would have been like watching as a Steelers fan. Oh my gosh. Because you know you have you, you have Collinsworth and Al Michaels kind of like hinting at it the whole game and being like, oh, it's a six point game, so like chances of a tie are like more unlikely now. Yeah, and then you're a Steelers <laughs> fan and you're watching that game and you're like, can you stop someone? Like, can you stop them on fourth down? Like, you're giving me a heart attack. Like, thank God I'm not a Steelers fan. <laughs> My poor dad, bro. <laughs> I know, seriously. And OT, his he, palms yeah. were sweaty, coach. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I remember talking to him the next day. All he could do was laugh. He was just like, bro, I'm so lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Talk to yourselves. Tra- I know. Yeah. What's a transition to my surprise? Because oh, let's go. <laughs> how the fuck did the Steelers make the playoffs? <laughs> Yo, dead ass. <laughs> yeah. Mike Tomlin, baby. <laughs> bro. bro, they really needed. They need a lot of things to get right. I mean, they oh, needed, yeah. like we said, they need the Colts to lose the Jaguars. <laughs> they needed this game, the tie, like the game that was going to be the ultimate tie. They just didn't happen. And the Steelers, the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, they, first let's talk about the Ravens game. Ben Roethlisberger, his last game of the year, of his career, psych. (laughs) And and then an OT, final drive, it don't matter, second and eight, third and nine, fourth and eight. Completion, completion, completion? Ah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this man's noodle arm could barely get it to his wide receiver on fourth and eight. And so he caught it, and they got the game-winning field goal, and then they could get jiggy with it with Mike Tomlin in the locker room <laughs> oh, after the yeah. game. That's yeah. yeah, and Chase Claypool posted on Instagram, like, playoffs, <laughs> he's like, baby. And he's like, you see, I can tie, dance tie, now. Tie. I'm allowed to dance now. <laughs> yeah, oh. there's my screen, right? But you obviously listeners aren't. But my, the background of my screen is Claypool celebrating prematurely. <laughs> oh my god, bro! The Steelers this year had a negative point different uh, point differential <laughs> of negative fifty five. Holy crap! Negative fifty five. Wait, what were and, some teams that were ahead of them that didn't make the playoffs? Uh, like, who was the best one that didn't make it? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, just for comparison, like of how um, things went their way as compared. Uh, the other C- games. Okay, the Saints, Seahawks, Chargers, Broncos, and Vikings are all ahead of them. Oh, okay. Oh, dang. Was there one that really stood out? Uh, no, actually, okay, so the Saints and Seahawks were like out of the non-playoff teams were like the highest, and they were both at 29. Really? Huh. Oh. So, I mean, the, it's not, the, it wasn't anything crazy. Saints without low-key with Jameis, I think, make knock you guys out of the playoffs. It just Oh. I, I yeah, agree. but yeah. but uh, but yeah, no, that, that that makes sense. But yeah, back to the Steelers, like you said, like yeah, they're like like you said, Big Ben's a noodle arm. Deontay Johnson <laughs> dropping passes like crazy. Yeah, the only thing that the Steelers had going for them this year was Chris Boswell and T.J. Watt. 
exclusively yeah, in that order. Shout out TJ Watt, bro. Oh my god. Ties the sack record. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. He really should have got it, though. <laughs> he really <laughs> yeah, that's got it. true. They, took that, it, they that, stole it. Yeah, they stole one of his sacks because it was like a fumbled snap, so it didn't count as a sack. Oh yeah, that was, t- that was big tough. Yeah, and everyone, everyone liked the Phantom 17-game records, and it's like he also missed two games, but then everyone's like, well, the season would have ended anyways, and it's like, whatever. He, he, had a, he had a great fucking season. Just like stop, stop, stop being annoying about it. Like, Honestly, yeah. <laughs> And and oh back back to your your point about how the fuck did the Steelers make the playoffs. Here's a, a real quote from Ben Roethlisberger today. <clears throat> As a group, you understand that we probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a good, very good football team. <laughs> out of out of fourteen teams, I d- that I think are in, we're probably number fourteen. We don't have a chance. So let's just go out and have fun. Wow. <laughs> Bro, ain't no one Let's go, baby. fun once he's throwing like pick sixes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone's gonna be having fun. That's a good uh, yeah. Cheap yeah. Yo, honestly yeah. though, honestly, I just want to. I, I feel like this is a mentality that leads you to another like Browns game from like very like from my recent memory where the Steelers just got pummeled into existence, um, or out of existence by the Browns that one playoff game. It was, oh, it was yeah. Bad. That's what that's what that's what we probably gonna see. That's what he means by we're probably fourteen to fourteen. <laughs> yeah. So ESPN made it like an Instagram post, and then Najee Harris put it on his Instagram story, and he's like, "Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Ain't no way, coach. I'm and checking." Then, and, it, and then he deleted it, but I, I someone screenshotted it. So <laughs> oh my god! I'll say. Speaking of Najee Harris, he might not play this week. He didn't oh, practice today. That's terrible. I'll <laughs> say this though, Mike Tom- Mike Tomlin really the go because he man has not had a losing season. I know. Look at his teams. I mean, He's Jesus insane. Christ, bro. His teams play butt. <laughs> yeah, they really are. <sighs> Holy crap! What a get that man a quarterback. Get that man a quarterback. Get him a real quarterback like Gardner Minshew. It's my quarterback. <laughs> it's my quarterback. Only cost you a first rounder, bro. Only a first rounder. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Wait, you said only one first rounder. <laughs> You're, right, You're right. Three, three, three. That's like Shaw. the equivalent of moving up in the draft. You got to get three. <laughs> three, uh, three Narnian type first round picks. Then, then, then we got it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. All right, uh, Calvin. Yeah, I got you. I got You're you. up. You're My good. surprise is it's shorter. It's just I'm really surprised that uh the draft order just stayed the same. <laughs> like you had the Jaguars win, and I was like, oh shit. All right, Lions. I'm like, wait, the Lions don't play to lose. Yeah. So, yeah, so the Lions didn't lose. And you know, honestly, I don't blame them. Like, you gonna give me Kayvon Tebolo or Aiden Hutchinson, and you're gonna give me one of them. I'm gonna take it. Shit. So it's like I, I don't see why not winning. They won, and you know, the, the I think the Jets lost or, or Texans lost too, but it basically just you know just stayed the same. And I I thought that was just really funny because it's just like look at these top two teams getting fucking dubs, bro. Look at that, bro. Honestly, it was a great end to the season. Like it made it, so it was. Much better that neither of them are awesome. Look at Trevor Dude, Lawrence. The Lions trick plays. They ran two phenomenal trick plays. That had me hyped. Facts. <laughs> Those few trick play. Dan Campbell, he doesn't know what losing is other than the other 15 games or whatever that they played, 14 <laughs> games. He, he doesn't know how to lose. Guy has a heart of a lion. Hey, I like it. 
Bro, I'm he telling bites you, guys' bro. kneecaps. <laughs> he does. Get this man. Get this man some help, Detroit. Please. Please. You got Amon Ross St. Brown. Get him another receiver. Oh, so good. Get him. Amon Ra- Please do something. <laughs> Get a Minshew, bro. Get a Minshew. Oh, yeah, there you go. Pair him with Dan Campbell. Oh, my. That's like, that's like. Bro, could you imagine the speeches, right bro? Could that you imagine the three game <laughs> speeches? Dude, they're going to be like slugging beers like <laughs> in the post game in the locker room like after wins. It's going to be awesome. Dude, imagine shotgunning with them after every win. I'd <laughs> be like fan tradition to shotgun after every win. Yo, honestly, they go have fucking biker jackets, bro. Just going off on their motorcycles into the sunset after every after their next seventeen and old season, bro. Watch, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's funny too because the Packers um, rested their starters in the second half. Yeah. Like if the Lions looked and saw the Jaguars are winning, that oh, we gotta lose, we gotta lose. Nope, psych. DeAndre nope. Swift goes in for the game-winning touchdown. <laughs> Minshew mania, baby. Um, okay. Yeah. So I will, um, my surprise is, yeah, I, I wake up Monday morning at, at a spry opposite of Kelvin, 11 a.m. <laughs> I go on my phone. My first tweet that comes up is Dolphins fire Brian Flores. What? This, this man had the the best turnaround for a season in the history of the league. One in seven, lose seven, win first game, lose seven in a row, win seven in a row, lose, and then win. They fucking beat us. That was a terrible game. But and I'm like, all right, like, what? Uh, like, you know, obviously everyone's first reaction is, what? Like, this guy did an awesome job. Like, he's got a young quarterback, like, whether he believes in him or not, which we'll get to in a second. That's a different story. Like, yeah, I mean, Joe Judge was still a coach at that point in time by the time he got fired. So it was like, it was very head scratching. No one really understood why. And uh, that really surprised me. It, it came out later that... You know, G- him and the GM kind of disagreed with the quarterback situation and the team going forward, and the owner chose the GM. Oh, my God. Whether that's justified or not, that's not really up to my opinion, but it still was surprising nonetheless, just based on how he's done the last few years. 10-6 and six last year, just missed the playoffs. 9-8 and eight this year, just missed the playoffs. Like, you can't fire a coach after just, like <laughs> having winning records two seasons in a row. Like, it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, honestly, honestly, and what what cracked me up so much was, <laughs> like, when I saw the notification, I was like, I don't even know what's the expression. What's the expression for like being super shocked, like shitting shitting bricks? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I look, I open up the tweets, the replies. He had, to pick, he had the Pikachu face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. But I look at the replies, and then this Miami fan was like, "This is why we stink. Uh-huh. We're not doing anything." And it's like this is what franchise do to stay like how franchise do. And I was just like, "God damn, this is this is asinine." I don't know what I said. That's a big word for Elmo, but that's asking. <laughs> I can give some context. I was after after understanding a bit. I don't think it was as big of a surprise. You know what it reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of like Doug Peterson last year, where like he went four eleven and one last year. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but, well, let me explain. Let me explain. Before you clown me, don't clown me. Don't clown me. Don't clown me. Let me explain first, and then you can clown me. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, I think. Well, at least for me and Kelm, I think we think that Doug Pearson is a fairly decent coach, right? Yeah, he's a fairly decent coach, but there's just other like, but there are some things that he did that he probably could have done better, like hiring his staff. He wasn't good at Flores wasn't hiring good at hiring staff. Um, 
like probably losing the locker room in his 411 and once sees it and not being able to get Carson Wentz to play at a high level, which we now know is a very hard thing to do. <laughs> like there were things <laughs> like it's like if he was a good coach, but because they disappointed in their season or whatever, or like disappointed the owner's expectations, like he couldn't play the politics enough to to like stay the head coach. Like there there's like other things you gotta do as a head coach, like and I think Flores is in the same boat where a lot of it had to do with his quarterback. Like at the end mm. of the day, if your quarterback sucks and like the owner tells you to pick this quarterback and you're not talking to him by the end of the season because you know he sucks, like what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like your team's never going to be that good and you're eventually going to get fired if your quarterback's Wait, not that good. Is that is that a true story? Yes. Well, okay, okay. What do you yeah, mean? I, what? Saw I saw that. The, I saw that the ports, are, the ports are during the draft. This dude was I like, I want Herber or whatever. Or I don't really good like choice. Tua. And the owner was like, no, no, no. We're going with Tua. And then, like, by the end of the season, <laughs> like, he wasn't even talking to it anymore. So, like, yeah, there were some players that Flores got along with, probably, like, more of the gritty guys. But, like, not everyone because, like, even Mike Kosicki by the end of the season, like, I think he caught a touchdown in the last game. And then after, he was like, yeah, this is what happens when I get the ball. Like, as if he wasn't uh, getting it before. Yeah, but that and happens with every team. I, I, don't, yeah. I, I, don't I don't think disagree, that's an exception. But I'm just saying, like, in a power struggle, like, it's just well, I know higher management's going to win out exactly. Like yeah. even if you're not yeah. a good, even if you're a good coach, like we think Flores is a pretty decent coach. He still he wasn't perfect. Like he had some issues, so oh, he yeah. wasn't going to survive. Like, um, and it reminds me of the situation because because last year at the Eagles, like we were like, oh, we should get rid of Howie and keep Doug, and get rid of Wentz and Howie and keep Doug, yeah, and then fair. we got rid of everyone but Howie. And I feel like the Dolphins just did the same thing, so they have a chance at like yeah. Starting Sean, over, genius. yeah, but but the thing is, is the thing is, is like, all right, if I'm Brian Flores, I'm like, fuck you, I'm gonna go somewhere else, I'm gonna beat your ass, like that's ball out. yeah, that's probably like, what he will do. That's probably what he will do, but like, and I'm excited is what it is because I'm a Brian Flores stan. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, mean I, I I understand that. I just I just think comparatively. Comparatively, we look at other coaches. I just think he was a much better coach than like a lot of other people, and that's why I was surprised. Of course, when you look into anything, you're gonna find yeah, no, reasons. Like, but that rationale it makes more sense when you look into it. But at face value, you're like, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because we have some NFL clowns over here get coaching. It's just because the <laughs> right. NFL like coach like the way coaches are hired is just so flawed. And then like, yeah, and this is what happens. Like, this is another way that we see it's flawed like even a good coach gets fired it's not even mm-hmm. his fault the owner fucked everything up no yeah no that makes sense i yeah i, I think we kind of we we, we we got into everything we we got there but yeah so i think it's time for hot takes i'll take a look hot, hot take alert oh, baby Let's start you got anything spicy kelvin <laughs> yeah i don't know me <laughs> I'm off. I'm off to sleep. <laughs> I have. I have. It's not the spiciest thing ever, but it's something that some football heads will look at me and be like, "You dumb piece of shit." So what I'm saying is, my hot take is that the Eagles, the Eagles, you know, we're the seventh seed. You know, we're gonna we're gonna play the Bucks. And what I'm saying is, you know, screw that. We are gonna we are gonna damn near win this game. Not though. Whoa. But we will, this is very specific, we will be leading the Bucks with four minutes left in the fourth quarter after a clutch <laughs> touchdown throw by Jalen Hurts. This is oddly specific, but this is what my heart is telling me to say. What I'm thinking, right? You can be like, Calvin, Calvin, what are you talking about? 
The Bucks are gonna they're gonna demolish them. It's gonna be it's gonna be a pummel a pummelation. Yeah, come on, Kelvin. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> what I'm gonna tell you is look, this Bucks defense, they're known, you know, they like the blitz. They like to do that stuff. Jalen Hurst is legitimately good against the blitz. And that first matchup, the the Eagles, they really weren't who the Eagles are now. They're a running team. They <laughs> think offense first now. <laughs> or they think through the offense now. Nick Sirianni has made leaps. Jalen Hurts actually is better too, uh, to the point where Bruce Arians is like, yeah, he's he's a much better quarterback than what he was when we played him. And it's like, uh, you know, the the Bucks they're gonna have to you know sit and cover. Um, and and what happened last game when when they went to their zone was that eventually Eagles started doing zone busters and and got in the game, got back in the game. And we were talking about this before the podcast. You know, we couldn't get a stop on on defense. The Eagles couldn't. And that's why they were able to lead the clock out. But it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, these adjustments. Because if you switch to man, Hurts is going to be out there scrambling. Um, and it sucks because Eagles don't really have that many skilled receivers. Your best uh, receiving uh, person is, is Dallas Goddard, who wasn't there the first game. And, you know, we had Hurts, but I'd say Goddard's a better player. So it's like you got Goddard, Smith. Uh, the Bucks secondary is going to be healthier this time around. So honestly, for me, I think it's going to be a lot about coverage and separation because this running game, uh, we saw it get the better of the Saints, who were the number one uh, rushing uh, rush defense team um, when we played them, and they they had a lot of healthy guys there. Uh, this Bucks team lately hasn't been that good against on the ground, but they are getting some guys back um, defensively. So I think it's going to be really interesting. Also, like just on the defensive side, I think there's there's a chance for us to, to hang in there. Like last last time they played, um, Slay was matched up mainly on Evans and held him to two for 27. And Antonio Brown was the main guy getting 90-something yards that game. And you're getting back, guys. Like Fortinet's going to come back. And, he, you know, he's dynamic for them. Playoff Lenny, right? He, he's, he's, he's a little crazy. But he's also coming off an injury. You got to question, you know, where he's going to be at. And my the only thing where I really feel like we just can't win is the, is the talent. Um, the QB spot it still weighs towards the Bucks a good amount, a lot of amount. And Gann is just going to let Tom, you know, dink and dunk. So <laughs> that that's what I'm saying. I think this is going to be a closer game than people will think about. I think Jalen Hurts is going to, like, show that, yeah, like I've been telling, showing you all this, at, like, this season. You can't really blitz against me. I'm, I'm decent at that. I'm decent against that. So – Hey, uh, my hot take, man. What y'all think? Bro, the Eagle, Eagles fans are so scared to talk about this game that we got a hot take <laughs> saying it's going to be a close game. Yes, we got it. Seriously. That's... Everything Kelvin is saying, let's go. Eagles are going to win. Underdog. We want that. We want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't want to win because we want a better draft pick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Low key. But I'm just, I just want to see money's worth, man. I want to see Jalen Hurts ball out. I want right. to see this man adjust and adapt to what's going on. I actually agree with a lot of what you're saying. I'll get more into it, like when we yeah. like start previewing the games. I don't want to give away some of my like some of my stuff. Ooh. But I, 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 did you slurp? I, no, that was you. That was me. That was Sean. Bro, I oh, Sean. That was Daniel, bro. That was Daniel. <laughs> Daniel I actually, thought that was you. That was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, Sean's hot and bothered. I like it. <laughs> I mean, whoa, 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 Sean. What you got to think? Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, Eagles are in there. We're just wait till the preview. We're we're gonna get even more hyped than we just did. That, that was getting me hyped. That like you know Same, that got bro. that was. <laughs> gotta get the music going for that one. <laughs> gotta do the Jason Kelsey speech, bro. Yeah. We're, we're ready. Girl we're ready. Ass. It's the whole team. <laughs> if you just play better, they won't boo you. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we we got a hot take here. We might we might piss, Spicy. piss some people. Let's piss some people off. Let's piss them <laughs> off. All right. <laughs> so, week eighteen. You know, Tennessee Titans versus Houston Texans. You're gonna think, well, Houston Texans aren't very good, and the Titans are the number one seed. And if they win, they're gonna get the number one seed. So they're probably gonna demolish them. What what happened, Coach? You know, the Houston Texans played a close game. They only lost by three points, and it wasn't like the Titans were playing bad. Ryan Tannehill had four touchdowns. They didn't even turn the ball over. But you know who's just, you know, keeping the Texans in the game? My guy, Davis Mills. Davis Mills. And you hear it. You you heard it here first. (laughs) I'll take a look. Davis Mills is the best quarterback in his draft class. Hey, no! <laughs> not expecting that. Hey, that's a hot take. I love it. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. This. He's, he's got poise. He's accurate. He could string together completions in a row, like uh, better than a lot of quarterbacks can, honestly, in this league. Um, his his arm isn't like elite, but like he gets it there. He gets it there. I say it's pretty average, and he just he's growing, man. Like he, he the way he reads defenses, like. He's gotten a lot better. I feel like he gets better every week, and I think that's just like that's something that I see. Where I think he's just developing at a really fast rate, and probably faster than people you know who are picked before him that are sitting on the bench. People like Kyle Trask. I feel like the Bucks kind of messed up with that. People like Kellen Mond. Um, but just look at these stats here. I mean, thirteen games, sixty-six per- completion percentage, um, two thousand six hundred yards, sixteen TDs, ten interceptions. Well, like five fumbles, and then look at Mac Jones, who's going to be, you know, who everyone says the best quarterback in the, in this draft. He's been playing the best, probably. You know, 17 games, 67 completion percentage, 3,800 yards, 22 TDs, 13 interceptions, seven fumbles. Like, it's not that different for the games played. Like, Davis Mills had some really good games, like four 300-yard games. He's been pretty explosive. So, uh, I think this is a good hot take. Dana, Dana. Right. <laughs> Two, <laughs> one uh, i already forgot what it is all right oh yeah oh yeah you were like he's got this he got this one thing he doesn't have is wins Next. <laughs> yeah, well. no that was just more of a joke but secondly <laughs> yeah, 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 one yeah. thing you said that i thought was interesting but like you were saying how like the box messed up with trask and stuff but like the argument doesn't make any sense because if davis mills were on like the buccaneers he wouldn't be playing so we would have no idea if he was good or not yeah, I guess I you mean, can't yeah. say that like we'll, people we'll messed up see. this we'll early. Yeah, we'll Kellen Mond, on Kellen Mond, though, that one's a bust. You, see, you, you saw with him and Zimmer. That was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that like, how about, how about, how about you put it? Yeah, how about you put on Mond? No, I think we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I will we're give you coach. kudos. I will give you kudos and and credit where credit is due because Davis Mills has actually been very good. Uh, you said you said all his stats and stuff. I know he's playing. You know he's kind of just slinging it, but he, but he's you know he's not he's not turning it over at such a high rate as, as he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, no, I, 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 a lot better. For sure. Absolutely, and honestly, just, just <laughs> what I want to say about that is just like it's, it's interesting because this Texas team this year was just like a bunch of you know people on there where where it's like has the league forgotten about me? And then Davis Mills like, no, baby, we going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, okay, <laughs> this man has energy. This man has passion. This man is a leader, and he can sling the ball. So honestly, like Texans, don't know how, but it, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it looks like right? they hit after such a 
very bad situation with a former franchise QB. And it, it right. sounds like Sean saying Davis Mills is the franchise QB. Bro, I'm just saying, like, we're talking, we're excusing, like, me too. I'm excusing Trevor Lawrence for his situation. But look yeah. at Davis Mills' situation. Like, he's, he's arguably had just... Yeah, he's arguably just as in a ba- in just as a dysfunctional organization as Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, um, and the Trey Lance, who's in a great situation, hasn't done anything. So, like out of those guys, I mean, he's looking pretty good. He's looking pretty good. That's true. Obviously, it's only year one. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. last point, really quick. Like he's like the te- Texans have got it pretty good. They had a quick, cute uh, rookie quarterback who played pretty well, especially late in the season, and they get the number three overall draft pick, yeah, no, where they're sick. probably going to draft Evan Neal, offensive That's tackle from Alabama. And they're going to get him some protection. So I don't know. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything I would have thought of in terms of the hot take, but the Texans have got a lot. They got something going for them for the first time in a while. It's meaning insane. like a year. Oh, also, sorry, but that, this is another tangent. Think about it. If they're able to trade, you know, who away, then you get <laughs> even more draft capital and then you get even more offensive <laughs> linemen to protect Davis Mills. That right. sounds perfect. Imagine, imagine they grabbed like Evan Neal and like, uh, no, I don't know. Like they just grab another good offensive lineman. I don't really know what the needs are for the Texans O-line. I was just saying like, you know, Tyler Linderbaum is going to be a stud. So it's like, imagine you do something like that. That is great. Davis Mills is going to ball out. Hey, yo, put Davis Mills Put Davis Mills on the Giants, bro. They win. They win eight game, bro. Tell you right now. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Oh man, he nice is try. the franchise. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you what, though, he wouldn't. No one's QB good enough sneak for that. It on third and eight, he he, he, he wouldn't do that. Right, he would tell the coach, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna sling it seventy yards down the field. I'm not QB sneaking." Arm butt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, Davis Mills talk is like Gardner Minshew talk, but he's actually like better. <laughs> I like it. All right, we we got another we got another hot one more hot take to finish up the night. My hot take: we got the San Francisco 49ers Ooh. traveling to San uh, to. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to write down timestamps. It'll make it easier for you. <laughs> so gonna, um, but uh, we got San Fran traveling to Dallas. You think okay, Dallas? They got a good offense. Got a good defense too. San Francisco. They just snuck into the playoffs. It's gonna be an easy Dallas win. Psych. Not only is San Francisco (laughs) going to beat Dallas, but they are going to beat them by two plus possessions. And Jerry and confirmed Jerry Jones will be crying after after the game. Oh oh my! It it will happen. And I'm not gonna provide any other commentary because we're gonna get to the preview. (laughs) But that is my hot take. Let's go, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you're going to like that one. Look, 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 look. I want to say one thing because I was thinking about it. Because my thing is, my hot take was the Cowboys, they, they get some playoffs, which they did, and they make, um they win their first playoff game. But the Eagles fan in me, in that bullshit they pulled against us week 18, uh-huh. I'm bitter. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in the preview. Let's talk about it in the preview. Yeah. And speaking of preview, hey! we have – preview starting right now all right let's get to the first game first game saturday at 4 30 the raiders fifth seeded raiders traveling to cincinnati to take on mr burrow and the cincinnati Bengals. i'll give you a little, a little so Bengals haven't won a playoff game since 1990 they've tried so many times oh, man 
Raiders kind of playing with house money here. Give me like your pick, maybe some t- uh, some key you know positions and, and things that could happen that could sway the game. Uh, what do you guys got? Mm, I mean, personally, I think my pick is just hard because you know, um, the I feel like the Bengals, just the the synergy that we've seen on this play from Burrow and Chase, and of course they have Higgins and Boyd. That that offense is just high power. Um, granted, if the you know offensive line is able to fend off this Raiders this pass rush, because that that's the key. To, one of the keys to the game for me is the, the Raiders pass rush versus the Bengals O line. Um, can you know uh, Jay Shiesty, known as Joe Burrow, can he <laughs> can he continue to razzle dazzle, move around the pocket and throw lasers? And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah. And also, um. What maybe we can say something about Derek Carr? I don't, I don't, I don't really have much to say about Derek. I got Carr. you, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> check out this, check out this stat. It's a little arbitrary, but I mean it is important. It's a, it's a little bit like one of those stats, kind of like annoying because it's like long and tedious. But watch, watch. So David, Derek Carr. And, he almost said his brother. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I almost said David Carr. We'll see. Um, okay, in games where the. Tip-off temperature is 37 degrees what? or less. This man is 0-5 and has oh, never shit. put up more than 17 hey, points yo. in the game. And also, there's a 50% chance of snow for this game. And the tip-off yo, 27. weather is supposed to be like 32 degrees. So this man can't play in cold weather. I feel like, I feel like that, uh, you know, cigar connoisseur Joe Burrow. I, mean, I feel like he could sling it wherever. So, you know, um, I, I just feel like they're, the, the Raiders offense is not going to be able to keep up with the Bengals offense. No, I mean that's that's some fantastic analysis, but I actually see this game as the hardest to pick simply because of what we saw from Max Crosby uh and the Raiders right. pass rush. Yeah. If they could get to Burrow, frustrate him a little bit. And also, let's not let's keep in mind, yeah, I know we're talking about the like the you know, Burrow and that offense is like, you know, this messiah and the the god, but keep in mind that they had some duds this year that where they looked absolutely pathetic. Mm-hmm. Very that's inconsistent. True. That is true. Jamar Chase one catch games every once in a while, and then he goes off for 12 catches. Like, we don't know which Bengals offense is going to show up. And for that reason, that makes it really hard to pick. I'm going to go, uh, if we're going to make our predictions, I have Bengals uh, squeaking it out 27 24. Um, also, like you said, cold weather, Josh Jacobs is going to have to play a huge factor if the mm-hmm. Raiders are going to be able to do anything on offense. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's pretty accurate. The Raiders play these close games, and I feel right. like they're really not that great of a team because they've been pulling out these close games like magically somehow. But I feel like yeah, it should be like close, maybe a little low scoring than you'd expect because because of the weather. But I still got the Bengals. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> y'all said it perfectly. Y'all said it perfectly. We we left them speechless, Sean. Speechless. Let's- Speech. Elite, really. Speech. Right, we're elite. Yeah, one we're, more thing. We're Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, top ten uh, PFF rated quarterback this season, baby. There we go. But yeah, I guess one more thing I'd say is that it does. Uh, it's really big for that um O line, uh, Bengals O line versus you know, of course, Raiders pass rush because uh, don't really trust the Raiders secondary too much. I feel like, I feel like if you give that man time to throw, Jay Shiesty, he's gonna light it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. And also, I I love the the receiver core. If Chase doesn't show up, um, I still someone feel fine. Will. Someone will. Yeah, yeah, someone will. Yeah. Also, these 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 teams played each other in regular season. 
I, I don't remember it being like a typical, it was a, the Bengals won 32 13. I remember it being played. Burrow really didn't do that much. It was really the Joe Mixon show who missed last week due to COVID. I think he'll be back. He had 123 yards and two touchdowns. Underrated. Uh, Burrow only had 148 yards. What? I just said underrated. We, we, yeah. we, we overlooked right. him in, in our preview. Yeah, yeah, we did. Honestly, well, we you did. Probably, I, probably I, might have I, the best game, low key. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the game. I, I did because he missed last week. I forgot because he had yeah, COVID. Yeah. I forgot he existed. Yeah. <laughs> He's really good, though. Also, if the Raiders are gonna win, my man Hunter Renfro, low-key my favorite receiver in the league, he's got he's got to do some dirty work with <laughs> yep. those little 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 cut routes in the middle. Love Hunter Renfro, so good. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Patriots fan and we get those guys all the time. I just think he's really good. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. All right. Anything else, or should we move on to the next game? Next game. Next game. Saturday night. It's not Saturday Night Live. It's 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 Patriots Bills. <laughs> um, it, that's the eight fifteen game. Uh, just a little uh, little preview here. Third matchup this season. Road team won the first two. You know what happened in Buffalo the first time? Crazy wins. Mac three passes. Patriots somehow pull out that win, and then the Bills come into Foxborough and absolutely murder us. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie eleven catches. Uh, absolute disaster. These two teams, you know. Going in opposite directions, Bills have won four straight. Patriots lost three of their last four. And in those four games, they've scored seven total first quarter points. So uh, that's a little bit of a preview. What do you guys have uh, for this game? Who's going to win and why? I hate that's going to be a cold weather game. <laughs> I, like, I hate it because I like I want to see some high scoring, man. I don't want to see you guys run the ball 50 times and pass it like to yeah. other games. Yeah. I feel like that'll happen. <laughs> and honestly, that's your, I think that's your best chance of winning. Like this game is kind of like, uh, the next game that we're going to talk about, kind of like the Bucks and the Eagles where one team really has to try to like keep the time of possession. The Patriots should probably like keep the ball on the ground, keep it away from Josh Allen, like convert on third downs when they need to. Yeah. Um, and just kind of play keep away. Oh. <sighs> It's annoying. I feel like you guys are good at that too, because the Bills' rush def- uh, run defense is pretty solid. But you guys have been able to run against them in your last. Yeah, games. no idea how, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Damian <laughs> Harris had three touchdowns the last time they played. Mac was <laughs> god awful, but Harris was good. Um, number number but... one rated PFF running back by the way this year, Damian Harris. Ooh. Yeah, he, he he was good for fantasy for like you know a few here it's, and there. He's good. He's a classic uh, Patriots running back. He gets like one game, he'll get three touchdowns. The next game, he'll get five carries. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. The Patriot way, baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, like you said about the weather, game time temperature is, I think, zero degrees Fahrenheit with wind chills of 20 below. <laughs> Something to look out for. Oh, You look at Josh Allen, he has not played very well in cold weather games, despite being from Buffalo. He struggled mightily in that uh, Atlanta game. They ultimately ended up winning that one, but uh, Mac Jones only threw the ball three times, so I can't really say anything about his play in the cold. Um, But like I said, with the Patriots, they have to start out hot. If they get down early, it's it's over. Um, Watching them the last four weeks has been incredibly frustrating. Yeah, I was going to say, and you guys haven't started off hot in any of your games. No, except for, it's been except, down every single time. Last week, fourteen nothing, like just like that. Yeah, if that happens, well, like you're not gonna win. <laughs> you're not gonna win. I you're know. Not gonna throw them all. All right, I'm gonna pick the Bills. It's the safe yeah, pick. Yeah. 
It's annoying because I feel like you guys might win, but I yeah. pick the Bills because it, it, it's kind of like that coin flip game where anything could happen and Bill could put the, pull, pull some shit out his ass, but you know they got Josh <laughs> Allen, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the Bills too. I feel like these teams are, are honestly, you know, these teams these teams match up kind of well. I think that it's kind of the cop out thing to kind of say where like. In terms of quarterback, I trust, you know, Allen more than Mac Jones, even though, you know, Mac Jones is, has proven, you know, he, he is a good quarterback in this league this year. I think also, too, like going back to um, that first matchup where the Patriots, they did win that game by, like, the skin of their ass. That's not the same. But what I'm, what I'm getting to. <laughs> there you go. It's the sleep. <laughs> what, I, what I'm getting to is that uh, in such a run-heavy, dominated game, um, you know, there were some a couple of you know big runs, um, but they were still able to, you know, really force the Patriots to to punt a lot. Um, so I feel like it. They kind of went through. It's like they 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 had a simulation of that before. Like they kind of know what's coming then. Um, if the weather's really that you know that disastrous, so I feel like I feel like the Bills. They're 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 gonna come with some fire. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. Uh, <sighs> the Bills did play pretty well last year in two of those three playoff games they played, so they do have playoff experience. But I got I gotta go with my team. I have Let's to. Let's go. I, I have to. I'm going I mess Patriots with it. I mess with it. Sixteen to ten. Even though this defense Ooh. has not stopped the nosebleed these last four weeks or three of these last four weeks, they stopped Jacksonville because. Everybody again, except the Colts. Except, oh, um, except the Colts. But yeah, but I'm gonna go 16 to 10. And uh, maybe a biased pick of mine, but I think the weather might it could play a factor. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. All right, Very uh, uninspiring <laughs> pick right there. <laughs> this is gonna happen if both our teams next week or this week get blown out. Then we're gonna do a new alert. We're gonna call it Homer <laughs> alert. And each time we say something Homer, we're gonna ring the Homer alert. But only right. if we both get blown out because if it's both close games, then it's like respectful or whatever. Yeah, that's true. All right, Bucks and Eagles, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you know what's crazy, though? You know what's crazy, though? Um, Yeah, Sunday at 1 o'clock. While we were talking about the Patriots getting a slow start, I was like, that's the Eagles, too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty pretty similar. It's more similar than you think. It is, right? Because Eagles have to try to hold uh, time and possession. Eagles have to try and and play keep away. So, I I mean, I went pretty in-depth in my hot take. I think the Eagles are going to lead with a Jalen Hurst touchdown with four minutes in, uh, four minutes left in the fourth quarter, but I do pick the Bucks to win just because of the of you know Tom Brady being at quarterback and Jonathan Gannon being like oh, what <laughs> Tom Brady has has ninety percent completion percentage and we're going into the fourth oh I can't <laughs> let him get that deep stuff and it's like all right bro all right I, I got you bro it's because. I want to pick the Eagles so bad in an upset, but I really can't because, like, this is why the Bucks are a really favorite. Yes, they're mi- missing Antonio Brown. They're missing Chris Godwin. But the Eagles really don't have the personnel to shut down the Bucks' offense. Cause they just think got about slay for Evans and then... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Kelvin was saying earlier, like, they have to play man coverage. They have to rush with four. They can't blitz Brady. Yeah. They just have to be physical at the line of scrimmage. And they have one great cover guy in slay. But the linebackers and safeties are kind of suspect. And who's going to cover Gronk? I don't know. No one. So, and then the front four is not very good. I think they're like 29th in snacks or like pass rush win weight, something like that. 
So, and, you know, we lost Brandon Graham for the season, our best defensive yeah. end. We got really no edge rusher. Josh Sweat's come alive, but is he going to play good against, you know, a good offensive line? Is Fletcher Cox going to go back to his all-pro days? Is <laughs> J- Javon Hargrave going to play like he did in the first three games of the season instead of right. the last three? Like, hey, I what happened like, to that guy? He was playing at an all-pro level for the first, like, four games of the season. Like, just as good as I've ever, like, top-tier Fletcher Cox level, he was playing like that. Like, yep. Like I don't know what was going on. It was like he was on steroids, and then he just stopped. He like stopped <laughs> after like a, a certain amount of game. He started getting tired. I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do agree that the Eagles have a better chance of winning this game than a lot of people think. The spread's pretty high. It's at like eight and a half or nine. But the reason I can't pick the Eagles is, like I was saying, or I don't know if I this is before the the podcast, but the Bucks weaknesses line up with the Eagles weaknesses and vice versa, like with the strengths, like the Bucks secondary is very weak and the Eagles receivers are also weak. So it'd be, it, I don't expect hurts to be slinging the ball around. Right. Like that's how you beat the Bucks, at least offensively is by spreading them out because their, their strength is in interior and in, in the interior. And then the Eagles have such a good run game. Number one, rush, rushing attack in the league, but that's where the Buccaneers have been pretty solid this season. Um, and then they just signed Vita Vea to a new contract. So I'm sure he's going to probably have a good game. But so like, those two factors on offense don't mix well. And then, of course, how do you beat Tom Brady? You get to him, you get pressure in his face. And yeah, the Eagles just don't have that. So yeah. for those three reasons, but it's not those... impossible. Like we do have no. players that could, if they played their best game, could do it. It just like, yeah, it's just not likely. Lot... Yeah, but the thing is, is also we don't have a like, you think Jonathan Gannon's going to like, no, put up I some like master idiot. game plan. I think he's an idiot. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, apparently he was interviewed for head coach. He's going to get interviewed for head coaching yes. job. Um, hey, future head coach Jonathan Gannon, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I feel like it's like I was saying before. Like, it's all about the personnel to be Tom Brady. It's not really like it's pretty obvious what the game plan is. But I feel like he'll even outsmart himself in the game plan and start playing zone, and then we'll start we'll just start losing. And if the Eagles don't get out to a lead, just like the Pats don't get out to a lead. Then we're not gonna win because we gotta get, like we gotta get out to the lead, start strong, and just run the ball a million times. Yeah, I have uh, that. That's a good point. Twenty three sixteen Buccaneers. I think it's actually be lower scoring than people expect. Interesting. Interesting. Damn it, man! Brandon <laughs> Graham. <laughs> I know Brandon Graham would actually be really huge oh, in this game. Oh gosh, Fletcher Cox, please take whatever they was given Antonio Brown, bro. Come on, like. <laughs> That man had a bum ankle and he was out there running routes for his life against the Jets, bro. Please. <laughs> whatever you, whatever's ailing you, man. I don't know if it's your Take back the roids, or something. Take the bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it feels good to, to be in the playoffs after a 2-5 and five start. And also with Jalen Hurts. Because everyone be shitting on Jalen Hurts. Don't sure. talk to me about Jalen Hurts if you talk about Daniel Jones. Most improved player that question mark? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, nah. He, he did. He honestly improve. It's just not like uh, most. Yo, yo, you know what's crazy? If you think about it, there was a chance. This is very ego specific. But the Giants game we lost. We should not have lost that game. The, we lost the Giants game because Jalen Hurts three, three interceptions. And in the Chargers game, Jalen Hurts was good. Well, was, that, and that was, Jalen Rager existing didn't really help oh you my out. God. Too. Yes. So it's like honestly there's some there's some games here where the Eagles Eagles could actually be better than this 98 record. But I mean, that's why I'm I mean like we're not so bad. Like our point differential was pretty good. 
because we did when we played bad teams, we beat them and we beat them by a good amount usually, except for a few exceptions. It's just like we haven't played anyone good, so no one really knows how good we are. I mean, you well, lost gonna... them by six the first time, so well that. I don't like when people see that because it was <laughs> like watching the game. It was just garbage time, bro. We had no real chance. I, I was about to say that. Yeah, they were down by f- twenty-one, and then they scored. Uh, they scored thirteen, no, fifteen straight points to make it a six-point game. Like right at the end, classic points hurts. Uh, Jalen hurts. <laughs> garbage time. God, dude. Maybe who knows? Maybe Sirianni will drop some trick plays, and he'll really just get it done. By trick play, you awesome. mean fucking trick. Rager running around, a uh, run around? No. Stop! No, no. That's just no, done. No. Just, yeah, just, let, a... just run Philly special again. <laughs> just, right. just run, just like Greg Ward, come out, come out the Wildcat, and then like maybe Rager will back be open because the defense will be confused. Oh no, no, but then I'll <laughs> drop it. Never mind. Um, yeah, <laughs> just Arcega. have JJ block, and then you're good. Oh J- no, no, Daniel, JJ's hurt. Oh seriously? Oh good. Yeah, we, we got him out of there. We gave him a fake injury, so we got him out of there. We said what? he broke his Bro. finger or something. That was a lie. Yeah, we got him out well. of there. <laughs> Think about it. His last game against the Eagles was that Cowboys game where he dropped that touchdown so crazy. If y'all haven't seen it, please look awesome. it up. It was. T- <laughs> oh, something to look out for though. Since you said yeah. that, this is this is gonna make me look smart because we didn't just get into this too much detail. But um, since Arthega got moved down, like we opened up a roster spot for this guy who played last week, Jason Huntley, and he's actually pretty good at kick returning. He's a lot better than Rager is. All right. Yes. All right. So. Look out for that. Look out for that. Special teams might come into play in a weird game if the Eagles are going to win. So maybe they'll get a big kickoff return from Jason Huntley, fifth string running back. There you go. You heard it here first. If he gets a kickoff return touchdown, you guys all owe us $10. All our listeners. (laughs) All right. Moving on to the four o'clock game, the Nickelodeon game. Oh, my gosh. The, whoever, I don't know who's going to get MVP, but I will Debo be voting Samuel. that. <laughs> no, no. MV, it, 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 since Trubisky got it last year, it's got to be a joke. It has to be like, I don't know, like someone who sucks. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But 49ers at Cowboys, you heard my opinion about that. I want to hear what you guys think. I mean, I mean, honestly, like I said earlier, I picked the Cowboys. My hot take is that they win a playoff game. But, like, honestly, after seeing what they did against the Eagles week 18, because, look, of course, they wanted to have offensive flow. They wanted to feel good about their offense. But I still don't think that matters too much when they were going against such, like, terrible bench players that, yeah, you put up 51 points, but it's like, you're going you're to play, the, like, the Niners. Like, you're going to play, like, the Niners, they're at, like, their defense. Like, that, that's who you're going to play. And, and, and I don't know. I, I feel like – um the Cowboys, Dak was Dak was looking really suspect against like bad defensive players too that week, uh, throwing balls behind receivers, and they were missing some defensive players too. So I feel like it's up there. I I want to give this to the Niners honestly, and, and I will. Uh, I'm kind of double jinxing myself if if the Niners win, I'm right. If the Cowboys win, I'm right. So. <laughs> It works, but what I will say is that, of course, you know, Cowboys secondary kind of kind of sucks because because Diggs, like we, you know, Diggs is a is a ball hawk, but he lets up a lot of yards, Bro, a lot I, of yards. 
I can't wait till Debo. He can't tackle Debo Samuel right? in the open field. I know, That's gonna be right? so much fun to watch and so much justice. Honestly, so much justice. Because think about it. Every time he plays the Eagles, he's like, "I'm not buying on double moves. I'm not buying double moves." And then gets like <laughs> two interceptions. <laughs> and then every other team, he bites on double moves, bro. He does. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Um. Okay, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna kick the Cowboys, but only because I want to jinx them. Because every time I pick the Cowboys <laughs> this season, they've lost. Let's go. So I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna pick them. But I will say, 49ers, right? They have to run the ball. I mean, that's their idea. They're not gonna let Jimmy G throw it 40 times. They're gonna make him throw like 10 times, especially in a playoff game. Kyle Shanahan's gonna be like, no, 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 you don't get to throw the ball, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the Cowboys allow four and a half yards per carry. They're not very good at stopping the run. So I feel like the 49ers can put up points against this defense. And if if Garoppolo can stick to like his resume, bro, and be a game manager, then they have a chance because the Cowboys' defense really just has been relying on like some fluky turnovers and really some explosive plays that just don't always happen. I feel like if Jimmy G can protect the ball, they can run the ball, they can put up points, that'll be good. And then, like Kelvin was saying, Dak has looked pretty suspect. Like he hasn't been looking good. Like he's been looking like pretty mid the last couple mid. weeks after that injury. Um. And the Cowboys were celebrating like they won the Super Bowl last week when they were being the Eagles' backups. Big loser energy. There's no way they could win this game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like All right. I, I like All it. Right. Yeah, I like that song. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm obviously on the Niners. Like like I said, I think it's I think they're actually going to win this pretty well, like pretty <laughs> handily. Um, and, and like you were saying, Sean, that was one of my main points about the run game and the, the, the Cowboys' inability to stop the run game. I will say, I did see some report that Eli Mitchell is injured or, like, didn't practice today, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's not going to play. And I also think the 49ers' backfield, you could plug and chug. Like, like I think you could put in Jeff Wilson in there, and he could do, you know, just as good of a job, if not only a little bit worse of a job than Eli Mitchell. And uh, and, and I think that the 49ers' defense has come into form these last couple of weeks and had a huge clinching interception against Matt Stafford to get into the playoffs. I just think that the 49ers have like that formula, like to go on the road and beat anybody if they could get hot. And I think that they, out of any team, out of any road team, they have the best chance this week of winning. And I'm going to take them 33 to 14 because I said in my hot take that Oof. they would win by a lot. So, you know what's crazy too, though? It's like, I actually think it would be better if they're, um, if they're playing in a cold weather game, right? Because then they would just run the ball, like, and they'd be the uh, best at it, mm. right? But they're playing in Dallas, which is like, well, it's just kind of a neutral playing yeah. field. Like, the, the only NFC like team that has any chance of getting a home game because, right, because the Eagles is the seventh seed, you can't get a home game. Yeah, it's the Packers. it is is the Packers. You don't play until the next round. All the other teams are either warm weather stadiums or domes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that is interesting. Uh, all right, uh, all right. Chiefs. <laughs> Should we just <laughs> skip this one? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. We're not skipping oh. it. We'll just gloss over it. You okay. Know? Okay. Um, big. Yeah, ben. how the fuck are the Steelers in the play? Yo, yo, imagine the fucking hottest of hot takes this would have been if wow. I said this, John. The I cojones. should have said it. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say hot take next year. No, no. That, that's not even hot take. I was gonna hot take next year. The e- uh, the not the Eagles. The Steelers um have a winning record. That's not a hot take. That's not a hot take. <laughs> not a hot take no more. This is never gonna be a hot take with Mike Tomlin, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Watch, yeah, let's play. Let's game. <laughs> fuck the game. <laughs> <laughs> let's, play, let's play a game. <laughs> let's let's play a game real quick. Right. Daniel, name a good quarterback in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes. Okay, against the Steelers, over 110 QB QB rating. All right, Kelvin, name another good AFC quarterback. Uh, maybe one. Maybe one you've already mentioned. Burrow. Okay. Also, sure. against the Steelers this year, over 110 QB oh rating. God. Justin Herbert also had also also <laughs> did really well against them. Their their past defense last few weeks hasn't been bad. It's just like when they played, you know, good quarterbacks, it just hasn't been all that. So, I mean, TJ Watt's amazing, but like other than that, I mean, how how are the Steelers gonna win, bro? Like, <laughs> against, against a bolstered <laughs> a bolstered Chiefs offensive line that they legit went crazy with the offseason and they have exactly amazing rookie center creed humphrey out here moving <laughs> bricks i love creed Goodness. humphrey so good we mentioned him on the pod too it was one of you guys oh hey that was, that was me yeah 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 that was good yeah hey that was a great pick um yeah the Steelers win this game it's got to be sloppy as all hell <laughs> my home's gotta, gotta throw three picks bro yeah my home's gotta turn it over a bunch it's gotta be running running in the mud like chris boswell five field goals like <laughs> there's no other way there's no other way you, you saw the, the game they they played first 36 to 10 it was 36 3 uh in that meaningless last drive where uh, ben threw a touchdown to Deontay Johnson. Like that game was an absolute blow. Edwards Alaire running over people, Byron Pringle going through people. Like that wasn't a game. I don't really expect it to be too much of a game this time around. What are your uh, first? I guess I'll go score. Will the Chiefs cover the spread? That's the real question. <laughs> what is the spread? Is it 12 and a half? It's got to be a lot. It's got to be big. It's, uh, yeah, 12 and a half. I have them winning 31 17, so I do have them covering the spread. Two touchdowns? It's basically like yep. two touchdowns. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they will cover the spread, actually. But they're just going to put up points, like, in the Steelers. I don't know. It could, they could, it could go either way, but yeah, I think the Chiefs could win by two touchdowns. Agreed. And if anything, the best case scenario for Steelers fans is that the first half is close. <laughs> and it's, and then yeah, the Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs pull away like late third, early fourth. Like the Broncos game. Yeah. Right. All right. Lastly, we have Monday Night Football, the first Monday Night Football in playoff history. Before I even get to who's playing and everything, do you got? Do you do we like Monday Night Football playoffs? Like, what, what do you guys? No, think? it's a scam. No. It's a scam, man. It's a scam. <laughs> For who? For the teams that are playing. Wait, why? Why? Why is this game? I, I, I could refute this if I, I think I know what you're talking about. Because the next, <laughs> all right, whoever wins oh. the next week, they're gonna have a short week to prepare. Yeah, but the teams that are playing on Saturday also have a short week. <sighs> so it's, a, it's still a scam. Okay. <laughs> no, but the teams play. Yeah, but it's like it's like it's like you win on Saturday and then you get extra days. If you win on Monday, you you don't get any extra days. Yeah, but you also, if you lose on Saturday, you're probably going to be like, ah, it's because I played on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so there's really no, it's really like lose-lose situation. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, it really isn't that big of a deal. Since, since when do you care about it. the players? I thought it was always a fan perspective here. <laughs> hey, man, I care about the players. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> talk, about, talk about Rager and wanting yeah. to kill yourself because he, <laughs> he dropped the pass. 
Oh, Daniel. Well, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to talk good about a player that doesn't deserve to be talked good about. Oh, my but, God. But I'll talk good about someone who does, uh, you know. Yo, yo, yo. Sean, you sound like Roger Goodell. <laughs> I care about the players. Yo, I fucking hate them. <laughs> sure, where's my bag? Where's my bag? <laughs> yeah, so we got Monday Night Football, Cardinals, Rams, 4-5. Two teams who really looked like they could be the number one overall seed in the NFC at different points in the season. Obviously, the Cardinals early at 7-0, and and then the Rams like midseason. Uh, but now they're playing each other in the wildcard game. Uh, like it or not, that's the way it is. Um, both matchups. So we have this matchup, and Patriots-Bills are the two intra-divisional matchups, if I'm getting that right. Yeah, and uh, they split. Both teams, road teams won this one. Uh, what do we do? Does that do we got the Cardinals? Does that stick or the Rams in this one? Um, I think it would stick if Kyler Murray, Murray was in Dallas. <laughs> True, <laughs> it was sick That's a very good point. He, he's what 10 and zero, uh, in that stadium, 10 yes. and 0. Yeah, yeah, someone crazy like that. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if that really uh matters, but I'm still picking a Cardinals, baby. Look, 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 look. I feel like it's a little hot. Um, in the in the meeting, uh, I remember one of the I, I watched one of the games. It was it was, a, it was a good game between the Cardinals and Rams. The Rams actually put away uh, coming back, um, if I remember correctly. And you know it, it could be dicey, but this man Matthew Stafford has just looked so discouraging. That pick against the Niners, I wanted to throw up. He gave me a a J jaw, a Jalen Rager, a Carson Wentz moment, man. He Brett farved it, bro. Yeah, he yeah. Brett farved it. He was like. This man didn't know what game he was playing. He didn't know he wasn't on the Giants trying to arm punt. And it's just like, <laughs> like yes, the Rams, they're built to win. They're all in. They're buying in. Uh, Cardinals, um, good chance to get J.J. Watt back, but D-Hop's still not there. So it's like, oh, oh man, Kyler Murray's going to have to, you know, he still has good weapons. But the Rams should be able to contain um, and do enough if Matthew Stafford's plays fine. I don't think he's going to play fine, though. I feel like this is a, a, a bad trend we've seen continuously now where we can't ignore it, where if Matthew Stafford snaps out of it, I'm still going to be confused, and I'm still going to be scared for next week. But I just think the Cardinals, <laughs> the Cardinals, um, given how that man is performing, uh, Stafford, I think they actually have the chance by gut saying Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. Now that you said Cardinals, it makes me want to change my pick because if you guys picked the Rams – I was going to pick the Cardinals. <laughs> He's an instigator. No, no. He's a trendsetter. It's like, I wanted to pick the Cardinals as something cool, but you just did that. But, like, I actually do think first. they could win. They can win. They can. <laughs> he's, got, he's he's big brain, bro. Um, <laughs> no. He, the Cardinals are 1-4 in the last five games. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Like Kellen was saying, Matthew Stafford, not very good last few games. Eight picks in the last four games. Um, JJ Watt is back. DeAndre Hopkins is back. No, he's not. No, he's not playing this oh, week. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, oh that's no. Why, I know that's like, oh. yeah, yeah dude. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna. Here, I'll say something good about the Cardinals. The JJ Watt is back, and their defense is really a lot better because then they have two um guys that can get to the quarterback um when he's on the field, and it's, their defense has been pretty formidable when he's in there. And I was going to say that the Cardinals can pass on the Rams, but now with no D-hop, I, I don't know it's about It's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Bro. Yeah. It's so funny because my argument is basically like yours, 
both of yours mi- mixed together of some sorts. Like mm-hmm. I like what Kelvin was saying, how like Stafford's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of been really bad this last part of the season. And that's a reason to pick the Cardinals, but I could like say, well, Kyler was the number one quarterback for seven games of the year. And now what happened to Kyler the- MVP, bro? Yeah, <laughs> what happened to Kyler MVP yeah. hot take, huh? I know it, was, it did not, it did not, uh, did not uh, go very well, but a lot of it is because Hopkins got hurt. Yeah. And then Chase Edmonds got hurt too. Like that two, uh, that two headed monster in uh, Edmonds and, and Connor were really a huge reason why they, they were playing so well. But uh, they, they, the Cardinals haven't played so great either. Kyler hasn't been great. This is a battle between two teams who are wildly inconsistent. I, mean, I think when it comes down to it, the Rams are the more consistent of the inconsistent, mm-hmm. just on a team basis, not a quarterback basis. I that's think a, that getting Cam Akers back is going to be big. Now they have a two-headed monster with Akers and Sonny Michelle. Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, actually. I think defense will not be a big factor. We, we love a shootout on Monday Night Football. Uh, <laughs> and, and then, like, like I was going to bring up until Sean said that they had Hopkins back, is that they don't have Hopkins back. And you look at their numbers pre-Hopkins injury versus after, and it's like night and day. Yeah. And so who's is James Conner going to step step up? Who's the guy that's going to step up to to fill that void? And there's no one that's definitively said, yeah, that's me. And so I have the Rams 38-30. What do we think of – we haven't talked about head coaches a lot, but I think for this matchup it's probably good to talk about. What do we think about uh, Cliff Kingsbury versus McVay? Well, yeah, obviously McVay is the better coach. They both, do some, they both do some shaky things here and there, though, in terms of like, game a, management. Fair. Like, McVay will not go for it like at times where he should go for it. And then, like, oh, Kingsbury would just, like, mess up, I feel like, time management or something. He'll, he'll do something, like, shaky during the game. You're like, why, no. why, why'd you do that? No. Uh, Kingsbury would be like, all right, Christian Kirk, you have five. You know, you're, you're, you're hot early. Let's not give you the ball for the rest of the yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, something, like, just weird. Yeah. I mean, wait, wait, are we still talking about the coaches or? Uh, I mean, if you got nothing else to say, you got nothing else to say. <laughs> it's just so crazy to me that both teams were literally teetering on uh, on a chance to be that one seed. That it's just crazy. Oh my gosh! You know what they? You know what they are? Holy, yo! They're in college right now, and these teams were both the high school. Um, they high school sweethearts, bro. They peaked in high uh-huh. school. <laughs> now they have well, to somebody play. somebody's <laughs> gonna win so yeah that's <laughs> oh, true this peaked in high school nah yeah <laughs> that was all six games wow you got through all six so that that's it we got it nfl wild card weekend there yeah. we go um <laughs> we are okay i think we're like an hour and a half in do we want it do we want to discuss nba or is kelvin too tired to continue it's up to uh, you bro if we do, it could be like 15 minutes. Okay, know. fine. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. 15 is good. All right. All right. All right. So we got, we got some NBA. We're going to switch gears here. Let me let me, let me yeah. get the timestamp here to make sure. We're at 122, yeah. recording here on Wednesday night, January 12th yes, at 11 sir. p.m. We're on, the gri- <laughs> we're on that We're on that grind. We're on that grind. We got to give the people what they need. They need this exactly. NBA expeditiously, man. Uh-huh. First time. Oh, Sean! I heard it, Sean. <laughs> I'll never Bro, forget that. Was that was Daniel. Sound. That was Daniel, dude. Yeah. What was it? What? Nothing. All right. <laughs> what, do I, what do I have for first topic here? Let me, let me go back into the ring. First oh, topic. Duh, duh, I was 
<laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. I got a bunch. Just keep getting stupid texts. Um, first topic here: the Memphis Grizzlies, winners of t- either ten or eleven straight. I see you behind there, Kelvin. John Morant. They've been balling out lately. Tell me about the Memphis Grizzlies. All right. So the Grizzlies since since Thanksgiving, they're first in net rating, first in defensive rating, first in win percentage, first in rebounds, first in steals, first in blocks. They have 20 wins since Thanksgiving. And the next team has 15. The Grizzlies team, and they did this with John Moran out for a good amount of the stretch. What they've done is that they've really found their uh, defensive identity. They're using their athleticism. They what amazes me is just the development of their wings because they do have traditionally like three and D guys, but they said, man, don't put me in a box. Don't put me in a box. I'm a circle. I'm round. I do everything. I rolling now. Yo, they are insane. Desmond Bain is out here just getting buckets with his Tyrannosaurus arms. And you got Dylan Brooks splashing threes, talking smack to LeBron. Well, Desmond Bain did that too. And, and everyone is, they have dog mentality. They're going up against, you know, stars and they're just swarming. Also, shout out Stephen Adams. Um, Jonas Valanciunas was good for them last year, but he's not really like the anchor, that brute force that I'm going to move you. I'm going to touch your body and push you out, out of the way in the paint, that thing. Stephen hey, Adams has. <laughs> hey, yo, what'd he say? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just, I'm really happy with the Grizzlies and. You know, giving y'all some information about them. I'm thinking, what are we, what is the, what's the word with them? Like, are they contenders? Do y'all consider them top three team right now? What, what are we doing? Are are they, I mean, can you see them beating one of those top ranked teams? Like the Jazz, honestly, I'd love to see them play the Jazz again. There's bad blood there um, between Memphis Memphis and Utah. What, What are we thinking, man? I mean, they just played that Warriors game, and they won. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that a little bit. Um, wow, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, Dan. You got you got an answer? Have you got an answer? I I, yeah, I don't have any any research or evidence to back this up whatsoever. I spent mm-hmm. most of my research time in the NFL, but I will say. A lot of people, you know, Jaws drawing a lot of comparison to Steph Curry's third year in the league and his ascendance uh, to glory. Uh, but the role players have also been very good, like like Kelvin said, with Desmond Bain. This man's averaging 17 and a half a game, a half a block, a steal, four and a half rebounds, shooting 43% from three, 47% from the field. I wish I took him in fantasy. Of course, we uh, our fucking <laughs> pick. Of course, it says Grizzlies pick via Celtics, of, of course. Um, so he's sorry. been amazing. They, Dylan Brooks is hurt for, I want to say he's either the next three to five weeks. Um, but they, but they just seem to be rolling on all cylinders. And if Jock can keep this up, then the sky's the limit for the team in terms of the future. Maybe not this year. What'd you say, Kelman? Are they top three in the league? They're, no. What do you mean? I have the standings. No, what were you asking? What were you asking? Oh, I'm asking, um, where do we see them if, ranking? I just threw the number three out there. Um, like in the league. They're in tied the for league. third in the West. They're in tied the for league, third in the period. West. In the league. They're actually, they would yeah. be first in the East right now. It's 29 and 14. They're the fourth best team in the league. Tied I would third, pick. By record. I would pick the Nets, the mm-hmm. Bulls. And even though they beat the Warriors, Clay just came back. He's not really himself yet. And they didn't have Draymond. Yeah. 
So I picked the Warriors. I picked those three teams ahead of them. Okay. I think I, I genuinely think they're probably the fourth best team in the league. Wow, yeah. And it's kind of crazy too. I mean, if you look at their record versus top six teams, they're eight and two. And that's just kind of crazy. Like, it's kind of weird. It's a hard question because you're like, dang, like besides Ja, like what kind of star power do they have? Mm-hmm. But something I like about their team is just like, like you were saying, like they all have all these role players, but they just know like how to use each player and they know how to play each player to their strengths and know when to, and their coach knows when to take like who out and who to play with who. And just like the subtle things, like, like for example, when I watch the Rockets, <laughs> big miss the Rockets are going to be nowhere near the play and that was a big miss last, last pod right? and the one reason I hate watching the Rockets right now is because like they don't like know even when they play like yeah Kevin Porter Jr. he's not that great but it's like at least give him a chance to succeed like at least play him with like shooters around them like don't play mm-hmm. him with two bigs like you know like know who you're playing and every single guy in that roster for the Grizzlies, like, they know who to play and when. Like, Tyus Jones just came off the bench and hit five threes last game against the Warriors. And they're yep. deep. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, Tyus Jones is hot. We'll keep him in. And then he, he hits five threes. Or they're like, Brandon Clark's having a good game. We'll, we'll just keep him in. Or like, oh, the Warriors are going small with Otto Porter at center. We're going to keep Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark in. And then try to score on that. Yep. And then you're going to get out rebounded. And we're going to dominate in the paint. And they, they they just know what they're doing. And I really like their team because it's versatile. So, yeah. And because it's a wide-open year, like, yeah, I think they're a top-four team. They're just really fun to watch. You know, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I love that you brought up Jaron Jackson Jr. because it's kind of rude we haven't said uh, said his name yet. That's all, that's my bad. I know. He might be Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> it, this like, dude is... like every two seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that's something, you know, he does need to clean up. But this this man is insane. Um. This this rebuild for the Memphis Grizzlies is what small market teams want to do, right? This is what you really want. You want those guys who you draft, who you're like, they could be good 3 and D guys or they can be good role players, um, maybe specialists, right? And they evolve their game. They, they do these beautiful things. And honestly, too, like, like you said, Tyus Jones, uh, they're so good at roughing out the edges of that roster. Kyle Anderson plays at his own speed, bro. If I if I had a Kyle uh-huh. Anderson handle, oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> and bro like, that's what I'm saying too, yeah. though. Like Kyle yeah. Anderson last game, it was like, oh yeah, yeah, Kyle Anderson. Like you're not doing so hot. Like we'll just take you out real quick. But then the and next he game, he'll, he'll be back yeah, in, and he doesn't care. And then he'll next game, he'll play amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, too. Um, there's there's another guy. Like they just do so good drafting. Um, there's this uh, guy I really like, Xavier Tillman. He's he's kind of beefy. He's like six eight, six nine. He's like this uh center power forward type of guy who can shoot, defend, and which is nice for the modern NBA. And he's just a nice Swiss Army knife to have available whenever you need to plug him in. If it's just like, dang, um, uh, we're low tonight, or oh, I could just really use some energy. Xavier Tillman is is honestly a really fun player to watch. And just going back to the youth movement, they're so young, they're so athletic. Uh, Stephen Adams brings a common veteran presence he's so good with picks if you watch this man set picks it's an art he will come up <laughs> and then just switch sides right and John Morant just gets skinny with it and next thing you know he finna yam on somebody it, it's insane plus uh shout out John Morant uh what what do y'all think he's shooting on the season from three right now it's, it's, he's all, it's been all... hot he's been yeah, like it... kind of ridiculously hot like mm-hmm. I think what well, he's been like 41 41 a, l- a little high but um he's at 38 percent. okay yeah i mean that's like 41 for him <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's really good he shot 30 percent last year and like that three ball is of course huge to him unlocking more stuff he's averaging 25 points per game this year 
He's even helping out on the boards more. Six boards a game, seven assists a game, a steal. And I, I think people were criticizing Jaw because of the defense. How is the Grizzly shot with the defense, right? We even talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit. Where I think John Morant, like, he's just so athletic. Did y'all see that block he had with the Lakers? Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Daniel, uh, can you can you describe it? Because it's slipping my, my mind a little bit. I just know he had a crazy block. Oh, yeah. So he, I think I think he's the one who turned the ball over. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, he it, was, it was like a kind of a bad turnover, and he ha- he he got up like a million feet in the air and blocked <laughs> it with both hands, like and just oh, like yeah. pinned it off the backboard. Yeah, it was one of the greatest blocks I've ever seen. <laughs> LeBron <laughs> said he had springs in his calves. Bro. <laughs> See, a lot of people, a lot of people are like, uh oh, like Jaw, like the way he plays is sustainable, but but I don't know. Ever since he's come back from injury, he he's just like looked like a new breed of himself. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's taking it upon himself to like quiet that noise. You know, he's because Ja, he he's active on Twitter. He actually responded to somebody being like, "Get Ja Morant off the team because look how good they are now defensively." And he was like, "Bet." <laughs> and then now he's just he's you know he's he's trying a lot better. He's still very skinny. Um, and I just have to mention this again because already it's insult to Desmond Bain. It's not an insult. It's just. So fascinating. He's six six six, and his wingspan is like six five. <laughs> it's so fascinating, and he's a plus defender. Well, maybe it's a six six wingspan. Maybe I'm just being rude, or maybe he it grew another inch. Maybe it's six seven wingspan. I don't know. It's so fascinating. And Desmond Bain is an off block creator now. Shout, shout out the Grizzlies. I remember uh, me and Daniel one time uh, during this season asked, "Who do we want, Charlotte or uh, Memphis?" Oh yeah, uh, that was a core. good debate. It was a good yeah. debate. Yeah. That was tough because I think yeah. I said Charlotte. So no, no, I uh, said Charlotte too, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, exactly. That makes it so much sweeter too. Is because like we didn't expect this when they traded Valanciunas for Steven Adams. We were like, oh, what the fuck? Everyone, everyone, and <laughs> every single person thought they were gonna take a step back and make a slower rebuild. And all of a sudden, now they're t- you know now now they're up there, and it looks like they just leaped ahead. It's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. Damn. For sure. And you know what's cool is that the Valanciunas trade, because he was averaging like 18 for them. Steven Adams is not going to – he don't got a bag like that offensively, right? What's cool is that it forces other guys to step up. Um, maybe Jaron Jackson Jr. hasn't taken that leap offensively that you'd like to see. He's shooting like 40%, 31 from three. Not great because that's what you want to be your second-best player. Um, I still argue he is, though, just because of the defense. But I, I think that Valanciunas' absence, while it's bittersweet, because, you know, he was great for the locker room, great player. It's so nice um, for it to work out for both sides. Like, they get a three-point shooter in, in New Orleans now if Zion ever comes back. And Yo, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's, a, that's an iffy one. That's iffy. And then per- – Permanent DNP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it's just – it's so nice to see that it actually worked out. And it wasn't terrible. Uh, it's just so weird. We were so – like, I was really – confused and then both players have really impacted teams like Adams like I said forces other guys to step up um and the screens he sets just like I'm like I'm saying it man watch Desmond Bain like <laughs> maneuver a screen with Steven <laughs> Adams bro he gets so open he's got I brick wall that. hall of fame <laughs> honestly it's uh, great man it's great man right now the Nets and and uh Bulls are playing game of uh, on ESPN, it's a pretty good game. Just oh, started okay. the second we're about, half. To, about to watch that one. Yeah, right we're about to we'll, we'll wrap up in like five ten minutes, and then we'll watch. Should the rest we of talk the about what you wanted to talk about earlier, Daniel, with um 
but maybe the fans. Ooh, oh yeah, that's yeah, a so, perfect way to close it. So we gotta talk, but I'm not talking about that Celtics Knicks game. I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about it. <laughs> I'm just saying in general, Julius Randle after last season, high expectations. I don't really understand why. I, I, good player, but I think he's been. I think he's been like overvalued a little bit. And so the fans, of course, when he struggles, are gonna. You know, it's New York. I understand, and they're gonna get they're gonna get at him for not playing well, and they booed him. And he, one time, he basically said "f you" to the fans, and he got a lot of pushback from the fans. And my personal opinion is, yeah, like, should a fan be able to be like the boo players? Absolutely. You pay you pay money to go to the seats. It's not like you're screaming profane, you know, words at them or anything like that. Or maybe there's some people who are, but in general, they're just dissatisfied with the, the money they paid. That's fine. It's totally fine. But I also think that Julius Randle has the right to say whatever he wants to the fans. And if he continues to play bad, the fans should be able to do exactly what they've been doing. I don't see it as like a crime for him saying F you to his own fans. He's a human with feelings and the fans did it to him. He should be able to say it back to them. That's just, I don't know. I just thought a lot of people were like, oh, why would he say that? And I was like, well, because he's frustrated with them not supporting him. I know you play bad, but I think it, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what you guys have to think, because I know you guys are Eagles fans, so you'll definitely have strong opinions about this. See, we at Triple Throw the Hill, we support players. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, look, man, sorry, you I like a big different. player, guys. <laughs> <laughs> look, man, we clown you guys a lot, but it's like, it's all good fun. It's not like we're hating on That's anyone, yeah, yeah. like as a person it's just like if they play bad like we're just gonna criticize you as a player but it doesn't it's nothing personal it's just like funny. right um i don't know like is it is booing not supporting your team because i keep people saying that but like i feel like that's just not true <laughs> like booing <laughs> is a form of support it's just like tough love i guess it just depends <laughs> how you think about it <laughs> yeah i feel like players it take it like like tobias harris was taking it like Oh, you guys don't want me to succeed. What's the right? Opposite? The New York, like, the New York Mets thumbs down. Yeah, like, oh, down like, yeah. yeah. Like it's not that every fan wants to see their team succeed. It's just like, I guess the the question is like, is booing the right way to go about it, or are players just a little soft? But no, you know, I, I, I don't. I just don't have a lot of respect for like bum ass Jimmy sixty five, fat as fuck, like <laughs> sitting on his couch eating some ice cream, and like I just don't have respect for people like that who just like continually like continue to find ways to to like drag players. That's fair. Like, <laughs> That's fair. Think... <laughs> Especially if your name's Jimmy and you sixty five and you're fat ass on the couch eating ice cream. <laughs> I just came up with that randomly. But... <laughs> that was fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, also too connecting back to Philly, there's a thing Joel Embiid said because you know Shaw was saying you know Joel Embiid's crazy and Joel Embiid is, is is he's a goat. But the thing is, there was a time when people wanted wanted him out of Philly, and was that one of them? No. Well, what I'm saying is that a couple years ago Joel Embiid was really fat, and he <laughs> did that hustle, and he was averaging like 21 points a game after averaging like 28 points per game like the year after, the year before. So people were like, where the fuck is my points per game, Joel Embiid? Why aren't we winning games? Why is Al Horford shooting threes? Post up, baby. No one can guard you. He's just like, you dumb bitch. I'm getting doubled. And the thing is, <laughs> it's like it's like that back and forth with Philly fans. I still remember this. Oh, my God, bro. I had a, a, a close mental breakdown um, when he posted this picture on Instagram talking about whatever, about, about the fans booing him. And then Jimmy Butler was like, I know a place where villains are welcomed. And he said, damn right, brother. I, I almost killed myself, bro. It was it had ah. nothing going for a Sixers fan. And that man did that. But the moral of the story is that 
right after that, Joel Embiid said, look, we're all cool. The fans, the next game, he had a great game. Fans were like cheering him extra loud because they were like, oh my God, I'm so scared he's going to leave me. And so it's like, <laughs> Joel Embiid's like, look, as a fan, if you're going to give it, you got to take it. If you're going to give us booze. Right. That's exactly my point. Right, exactly. I, I agree with it wholeheartedly. And I love when athletes are bigger. Like, remember when Nelson Aguilar, the guy, he met the guy who was like, unlike Aguilar, and that <laughs> yeah. guy was on his ass. And he was just very professional. I have so much respect for you. Um, Nelly <laughs> still helps us on that crazy Super Bowl run. And, and yeah, so it's like, you got to be able to take it. And also, chill out, because, like, I know sports ain't everything. We love talking about it. We love discussing it. I love talking about, you know, tiny arms or the Steelers barely making it into the playoffs or other things like that. And y'all know where the line should be drawn. Like, you already know. We, we, there's incidents. Utah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia. At Mormons. State. Yeah. So I hope like, we don't have any Mormons that listen to our show because then I could be very happy. <laughs> Shit, but yeah, that, that's, that's my. <laughs> we, we love we love everyone who we listens love to our show. Religions, <laughs> yes, of course, all and co- of course, yeah. Obviously, the it's just like it's just like joke. what we're saying, you know. It's just right. <laughs> it's just like if you're gonna give, it, you gotta take it, you know. Right. I agree. I agree with you guys. Like, yeah, like even bro, like I was saying, like if we got someone on here and they're like, oh, like fuck you for like tell me I'm ass, like. I would I wouldn't like back down. I'd be like I think it's funny to like get, to like start bantering. Like I would right. think it's funny to like tell Carson once he's trash and then have him be like, "Bro, no, I'm not." And then be like, "Yes, you are." Like, <laughs> like all right. Care. So we just confirmed that our next podcast <laughs> guest is the one and only Carson Wentz. No. Is that what we just is that what we just got? Uh, I don't I don't know if he's gonna want. I gotta make some. <laughs> I gotta. We're not make there some yet. Calls. We're not there yet. Maybe one yo, day. Yo, also. It just reminds me of that one time Derek Carr called into the first take <laughs> and went oh, at yes. Stephen A. Smith, bro. Oh, that was awesome. See, that's that the stuff awesome. I like to see. See, because I feel Stephen like... A is very critical, and He's it's fine. Critical. It's good. It's entertainment and stuff. But the players should have a chance to clear their name. Yeah, yeah, Even if I they agree. It I or agree. Not. Like, see, but what happens when that happens is right. Then Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless they get caught with like their pants down and they have nothing to say. Or yeah, start awesome. like, and it's JJ annoying. Reddick and Stephen A. Smith that one time too. Man. Oh my See, God. I feel like you can't be that. You can't be like that. You can't be like that fan that like if a player talks back, you have nothing to say. You got to be like, well, like you're not valid then. Like no, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're I don't know. You're like you're in a celebrity's DMs like making fun of them, and then like they respond, and you say, oh, like I'm sorry, <laughs> like I didn't mean to type that. Yeah, for of course you fucking meant to type that. You didn't expect them to respond, and you got exposed. Yeah, like. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, just they're just people, you know? They're just people at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. and honestly, what's so cool is that sometimes I think back to this quote LeBron said. It's not a big quote. It's not profound. He said one day, he said, This is basketball. This is just basketball. I go home, I got a family. And I'm like, hey fucking man. Cause I remember <laughs> my, he said that John a couple of years ago. And I was like, I was like, why you say that? Like basketball and then like through the years i'm like okay i understand now i i was a little dickhead thinking that you know basketball so important say michael jordan i mean michael jordan better than lebron because lebron think it's just basketball but no <laughs> so it's, it's just like of course humanizing people because they're people like daniel said they are people they're someone's sons someone's daughters someone's um no not everyone's a son and daughter but yes, so we love everybody here, man. 
That's what, that's what we got to say. There yeah. you go. I agree. That's I agree. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Did I you mean, say it's kind of late? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, maybe we made it a whole. You made maybe it we'll snip it one of these. Forty-three minutes. Snip it up, yeah. Yeah, we may snip it one of these just so if anyone looks at our stuff, we'll we'll be like, hey, hey, like, listen, bro, it's not all about like, it's not it's not a right. toxic community we're building here. It's a little right. community. It's just like we we, we build a like strong, safe community. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I think Kelvin's ready to fall asleep. I think I think we should call it a night. <laughs> really fun night, though. Uh, appreciate sure. everyone that listened. Uh, we're super excited for Wildcard Weekend, and we hope you are too. We will be back um, probably doing another one of these Apple Spotify uh, remote podcasts when we get back to school, question mark. I know we have our first day of school a week from tonight. Like we from yeah, today, obviously, for, bro. Forget school. What are you talking about? Of course, we're doing this pod. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, you never know. We probably have COVID. If I have to like stay oh home from gosh. school. Hey, that's even so... easier. Even easier, baby. Oh get my the... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're gonna need a what? A negative test to get there. A negative test before you can go to class. So, I mean, the chances that, yeah, I don't know. We, we, we shall see. But all we can guarantee is that we will have another podcast uh, recapping Wildcard Weekend, previewing Divisional Weekend getting into NBA, all sorts of things. But again, thank you so much for listening and you shall have a nice day. See you. Peace. Sleep well. <laughs>